Hey guys, can we do a quick team meeting before the show? Of course, Lieutenant Nay. We would literally skip our children's graduation for a chance to yak with the king. Yeah, Lieutenant Nay. Speaking with you is like eating the most delicious morsel of food from a five-star restaurant. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, guys, but I, I have to come clean. No, you don't. You're already clean. Clean as a whistle. Squeaky clean. Cleanest guy I've ever met. Longest bats in the city. <laughs> That's very nice, but I absolutely screwed up last week's intro. Uh, everything was wrong, but, and I know I've said this before, I finally have an intro that is true and accurate. So let's open up our scripts and start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm a world-famous DJ. My stage name is Little Miss Punch and Kiss, but most people call me LMPK for short. I'm famous for wearing a fencing helmet when I perform and shouting, get those butts out into a megaphone every time the beat drops. I've done collaborations with several Beach Boys and two, the two oldest brothers from Hanson and the bee from the Honey Nut Cheerios commercials. Billboard magazine once, des once described my music as good, nice to listen to, and the Doobie Brothers if there was ketamine in the Doobies. Speaking of Mississippi <laughs> moons that keep on shining, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I like to write poems. My latest book, How Loud Does the Wind Cry?, Recently won the gold medal at the Poetry Olympics. My critics say I'm bad at rhyming and obsessed with Dragon Ball Z. But they are just jealous of my words and letters. Would you two like to hear my most recent poem? Sure. If you make it quick. Tough. Like an obstacle you just have to go through. Strong like the muscles of the warrior Goku. Hard like a game that you shouldn't be playing. Angry like Goku when he goes Super Saiyan. Sparse like falafel without any pita. <laughs> Perfectly toned like a shirtless Vegeta. End of poem. And I'm Nate. Let's start the show. This is what it sounds like when we're doing a podcast. We're currently doing it. It's the time of the day when we do a podcast. Hello, Brent and Kate. You're listening to the North American Friends Movie Club before Movie Club comes Friends. So we have to do our most popularist segment, the friend check-in combined with what hurts. You guys, how are you doing? What hurts? I have, I'm currently hurting. Oh, no. Yes, I quickly ate dinner before our podcast and I uh, ate a healthy meal of three microwaved warmed up uh, crab rangoon and <laughs> rangoon got him <laughs> how good that was that was the last food I would have guessed was about to come out of your mouth I was like burritos <laughs> like what's it gonna be <laughs> say three individual servings of it 
I had three, actually had four Crab Rangoon and one Igril, which were <laughs> leftover from last week. So they're probably five days old, maybe. And uh, I don't know if you know about what's inside a Crab Rangoon, but it's cream cheese and it gets real hot. And it and I was eating it quickly. And so I have a burned roof and tongue for this podcast. Oof. So you, you did five day old cream cheese and crab meat? Hell yeah! Ooh. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I, 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 I you're good. You're no, fine. I don't I'll know. Be, no, my gut, my gut health is like superior. I would go up to any dude. This gut, I'm telling you. What? Uh, what was in the egg roll? Uh, standard egg roll contents. I'm not sure. Chicken. Is that what's in egg rolls? I don't actually well, know what's in egg rolls. You're just out there, fucking. Free balling it. You're just heating up whatever that's five days old. You don't even know what's in it. Okay, so Thursday. It was Thursday, I think, when I got it. What I'm curious about is what order you ate them in, because you guys know that old rhyme, right? No. no you've been sitting on this one. Let's hear it. <laughs> crab before chicken? That's finger licking. Oh. Chicken before crab? You'll be feeling bad. Oh, no. <laughs> What happens when you eat them together? Like I'll take a bite of crab rangoon and then I ate some egg roll. And eat them I... together, live forever. That's how oh, it goes, boys. I, I don't make the rules. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. That's, that's impressive. You just did that right off the top of the dome. I like it. Feeling sharp today, guys. I can tell. Oh, I don't know if I could do the cream cheese and crab thing. Whew. Do they even have Chinese restaurants in Nova Scotia? You, you know what? We have like probably the highest population of Chinese immigrants and East Indian immigrants. The food here is really step up lately. I can't wait to visit. Like you want good Indian food? We have it. I love Indian food. What's your what's your go to Indian dish? Oh, I'm a simpleton. I just like butter chicken. I'm a chicken bodhi guy. Mm. why don't you guys we should have made a podcast about food instead of movies i think it would actually ruin my life (laughs) it's the greatest idea i've ever heard but it's the opposite of what i need to be doing at this particular moment in my life we should do an exercise podcast is what we should do maybe we could do like a patreon and it's just us complaining about how we're not exercising except for brent making us feel like we're horrible nate because he's exercising all the time If we raise a certain amount of money, then we have to do squats. Like, okay, yeah, we'll talk about this at the business meeting. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of squats. At a boy, my butt, my butt's looking good. Oh, hey, that's how you get that shelf going. <laughs> when I walk um, the dogs, there's always one house where I can see my reflection in the door, and I always take a little peek. Yeah, now you're starting to look forward to it. Got yeah. a spring in the step as you approach that house. Yeah. The can dog you... can sense it too. Yeah, do yeah, you they twerk? Slow down. Do you practice twerking by yourself with the dogs? Um, no, but there was, I got kind of duped in this exercise program I was doing where we were doing moves. And then in the middle, they kind of, I ended up, I was dancing. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I didn't sign up for this. And and that's fine. You want to dance with the exercise. That's fine. But I didn't sign up for this. And I was shaking my ass at dancing. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do this. Have either of you tried to twerk? No, oh, all the time. I, I, I have not actually. I have to say, I've never tried to twerk. I have no ass. How are your hip? How's your hip flexibility, Nate? Uh, it's the least flexible part of my body by far. Okay, you're not going to be good at it then. 
like I would, I have like really weird, some flexibility. Like I can touch my toes. No problem. Like just easy peasy. I could like touch the, my ankles for like the back of my feet for fuck's sakes. But I like went to this personal trainer and she was like trying to get a baseline of my mobility. And she was like making me do hip mobility exercise. And she's like, okay, well now just do this. I'm like, this is it. This is as far I can go. She's like, no, <laughs> no, that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be true. I would have packed up my stuff and left. <laughs> you no, I was like, I was like, okay, I got to work on this. I got, I need to unlock more miles per hour in the hips. I'm so negative. I need to, if I'm going to hire someone, they have to be positive. Cause if we got two negatives going, if I did that and she said like, your hips are not flexible, I'm like, yeah, I know. And then, so there's no point doing this. <laughs> you take it too personally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's not what I need. I need the opposite. But it didn't lie to me. I actually thrive in the opposite. Like if someone compliments me, I'm like, well, I guess I don't really got to work that hard. Then I already got pretty <laughs> flexible hips. You know, I'm pretty much just a built and a fucking athlete here. Natural Bo Jackson. Well, I take it where like, okay, this is one good thing I have. I have to keep it up. I have to keep these hips going. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're... I like that. Nate just referenced Bo Jackson. That's Bo Jackson is the athlete, man. Yeah, He's the yeah, shit. But dead. Do we all know what derailed his career? <laughs> it was his hips. <laughs> <laughs> he blew his hip hoops. Dude, he's really. Did you watch the documentary? His documentary. Uh, he makes his own arrows. <laughs> That's not fair to the fucking deer, though. Picture getting chased down by Bo Jackson <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Like this is not fair. Like I want a sixty-year-old retiree chasing me if I was a deer. I don't need a two-sport athlete chasing me. Oh. Hips or no hips. So next week, if we did if we did a check-in and they say, "What's new, Brent?" and I'm like, "Well." knowing what you guys know about me now my personal state well i've been going to the burn a lot and i've been making arrows <laughs> that's not cool you guys wouldn't think that's cool I, i'd ask some follow-up questions probably exactly i just had an intrusive thought about how someone would kill themselves with a bow and arrow mm. that'd be real hard how would they wait how would they how would they do it now now i have to know like they're holding it like you would hold a gun towards you but like you don't have enough pull so it's like you just have like a facial injury, but it doesn't go. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's two ways it needs to come to mind. You put, you hold the arrow with your, with your hands and then you pull back on the string with your feet and let it yeah. go. Or you shoot it straight up into the air and try to grab it. <laughs> That's the only two ways it can happen. Nate and I both caught laughing coughed. <laughs> oh, I have a headache. Oh. oh, that was funny. Oh, goodness. I hope you keep that in the podcast. I know it's about suicide, but good grief! That yeah, <sighs> I don't think it is about suicide though, because you never, you would never connect. <laughs> like, why are all the arrows in the ground, Steve? I had a bad day. Oh my god, I'm sweating. How about you, Nate? What's how are you? I'm good. Like I was telling you uh, earlier, I had a full night's sleep last night. I was here on time. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about myself. That's awesome. All you can do day by day, little things, man. Why did you get good sleep? I just slept in instead of getting up on time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is oh my <laughs> That'll do it. That'll work. News button. It's on. It's on my iPhone, and you just press it, and you just go back yeah, to sleep. That's exactly what. I, hell, no, I. 
I didn't use snooze. I opened up the alarm app, bumped that thing forward two hours, hit turn on, went back to sleep. Hell full. yeah. <laughs> like, but you know what I feel like? I feel like I was way more productive today than I usually would be. And uh, so it was, it was a worthy exchange. How many hours did you get? I would say eight hours, eight full hours. Boom. Because I was up way too late last night. Putting out the hot, hot podcast content? I, I do stay up late to do that because I always like to uh, check the episode once it's published to make sure I didn't fuck anything up uh, once it's been uploaded so I could potentially re-upload it before anyone wakes up. So I was up a little late for that. But then there came a point in the night where it was to- I was done, everything I was responsible for, it was totally time to go to bed. And then I just started watching um, YouTube videos from 15 years ago about this guy who can like sight read music incredibly. And these guys just keep putting Super Mario music in front of him and he just plays it incredibly after- from never hearing it. I'm like, this guy has a fucking superpower. That's awesome. <laughs> That's <guy is> amazing. <laughs> How about you, Brett? Physically, I'm doing good. Um, no real complaints. I also got a good sleep last night. Um, I'm struggling with the dog, the puppy. It's because you don't like the, the, her breed. His breed. His. We don't whatever. know it yet, so we don't know. It's definitely going to be Chihuahua. He's straight out. Might as well be in the Taco Bell commercial. I know it. <laughs> he um he found a wire, like a, a phone wire that goes into the phone. You know, with the rubber coating over it. Sure. And he chewed through it. And I was like, okay. So he chewed through it. The next two days, he spent throwing up pieces up, like copper wire. Oh. And so I'm like, okay, this is it. So I called the vet to see if I could take him in. And there, she was pretty nonchalant. She was like, well, we could take him in, but it had to be emergency hours. Like, it's like 9 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. And she's like, yeah, but there's no room. Like my dog could die, and she's like, "Well, it'd be emergency, so it'd be an extra charge." I was like, "Okay, whatever. What can I do here?" And she's like, "Give him Vaseline." How do you do that? She's like a sandwich. Make a sandwich for him with bread. Uh huh. And Vaseline. Yeah, and he threw up some more. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> definitely. That's got to be it. How much of this fucking wire did he eat? So uh, that's fine. But the thing she didn't tell me was the Vaseline's going to make everything just slide out the other end. Oh. And he shit for two days. Mm-hmm. And it was just like he was just walking. It was falling out of him because of the Vaseline. Yeah, Vaseline sandwich sounds like uh, a remedy for a dog that I would come up with. Vaseline sandwich sounds like something like your great-grandfather would say, well, all we had was Vaseline sandwiches. And- <laughs> I think she made it up to get you off the phone. She's like, uh, uh, I don't know, like uh, Vaseline on a sandwich. She's like, tell me what you see around you. And you're like, bread, Vaseline. She's like, Vaseline sandwich. You got to make this guy a Vaseline sandwich. So I made, I, I, she said, mix it with peanut butter if you want to eat it. So I did that. And then so Clark wanted in on the action. So I just gave him peanut butter on bread. Sure, sure. And then he ate that. And then 10 minutes later, he walks up to me and throws up the peanut butter. Mm. I, I dealt with a, just it was a lot of dog throw up this week mm. and i don't mind but they they 
instead of like going to a corner and throwing up into like a specified area, they just do it wherever. Mm-hmm. They disrespect you. No, they don't. They don't respect you. Because I would throw up everywhere if I was super. If I was coughing up like copper wire, I would throw up wherever I was. I got thrown up on by a patient one time at work. Tough. And I was upset with her because she's told me she was going to be sick. And I'm like, well, I have a needle in your arm. So turn your head and throw up the other way. Yeah, you got to aim it, man. Don't get vomit on the needle. And she said, I'm going to be sick. And I'm like, okay. And then she turned her head over towards me. Did you rip the needle out and tell her to go fuck herself? And then. No, I, I just, I stayed there with the needle and it just, I let the throw up just all hang on my arms and on her shoulder. And we just sat it together. Yeah. Yeah. Like, once you're there. And I just stared at her. No. There's something about whenever something gross happens that you have to just like lock off your body position. Like if you, if you ever have to like pick up a dead bird with a shovel you just like you you get it on the shovel and then you stay your all your limbs have to stay frozen because mm-hmm. any movement makes you feel gross for some reason mm-hmm. oh 100 okay we're gonna move on <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's talk about the film it was your pick this week why don't you tell us what um movie you chose and then why don't you go ahead and segue into your kate explains the movie segment Dales. Rescue Rangers. That's the movie. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Um, And I'm not going to give you the synopsis because it's my movie. So one of you gets to tell us the plot. Okay, we're going to try. We're going to do this together. You want to start or finish? You try. You you do it. You do it. All right. So Chippendale, it starts off in 1982. Little Chip is uh, going to a school, and he's the new guy, and he's no one likes him. He tries to win people over with his humor. They don't like him. It's a mixture of cartoon and real people, which kind of threw me off, but I liked it. Um, he goes to lunch because he's sitting at a little table by himself. He's sad. In comes Dale, who's also got no friends. It's Chip and Dale, they're both fucking, what are they? Hamsters? They're chipmunks. Chipmunks. They hit it off because, as far as I can tell, they're the only chipmunks in the school. They become the best of friends. They move. They graduate together. They move to Hollywood to make it big. They get their own TV show, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, with some other cast members. Um, things are going well. All of a sudden, Chip feels a little insecure about himself and decides. No, it's Dale. Dale's got yeah. Double O Dale. It's Double O Dale. So just swap everything I said with character names. So Dale. <laughs> starts his own show and chip is like well you didn't tell me about it and dale's like well i'll just don't want to be second banana anymore anyway both shows got canceled rescue rangers and double o dale never makes the light of day that causes hardship between the friends they're not friends anymore and we go to current day um current day dale still living off uh the glory of chip and dale Chip is working at a insurance place. You know, he has his dog with him. He's neither one of them are thriving. I would say correct. They have a run in with an old cast member, uh, Monterey Jack, who was a big mouse or something like that. Um, he's he's on the cheese bad. He's got a bad cheese addiction. He <laughs> yeah. ends up getting he's down. He's no one's ever been down worse. Yeah, he's into the stinky stuff too. Um, so he makes uh, some back. Uh, alley shady deals with this gang valley gang um to get cheese but he can't pay up so what happens this gang comes from him they chop him off to a guy 
who kind of changes his appearance a little bit in a machine and sends him off to do bootleg films. And that's how he makes his money. Turns out the bad guy is just an adult version of Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. So Monterey jacks up the, the creek without a boat, wherever that saying is. Without a paddle, sure. Without a paddle. So Chip and Dale have to come to the rescue, rescue rangers, to find out what happened to their friend. They, with a mixture of the police, do some little investigating, get a little closer to Sweet Pete's trail, and now there's some collusion inside the police force and they're trying to figure out who's the dirty cop who's 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 the bad guy is it this uh is it the lady uh detective who's helping them out who claims to be a big fan racist by the way sorry the lady they thought it was the black lady oh save your comments for after the synopsis (laughs) so they is it is it the lady or is it uh captain putty the 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 leader of the chief of the police and so they, it's all up in the air. And who's the dirty cop? Who's the bad guy? Chip and Dale do come together. They finally figure out what's going on. Turns out it was the chief of police. No surprise there. Uh-huh. And not the lady detective who is dirty. La la la. They come together. They defeat Sweet Pete. And they get all their friends back. All the people that were bootlegged. All the characters come back. And rescue rangers live happily ever after very good you nailed it you're gonna do it from now on no that took (laughs) so much mental energy i my hands i was talking with my hands i was swallowing i was looking around my eyes were darting around the room (laughs) physically i'm exhausted brent's gonna take the next two segments off and just recuperate Yeah, like physically draining. I don't know how you do it every week, Kate. I don't, all the props to you. It stresses me out. Yeah, yeah it's it, hard. I can see why. Because you think I'm, I'm missing key plot points. No, you didn't at all. I like okay, to do good. a shorter one because that because I'm sure I will miss one. But that was very good, Brent. I'm very so it was too long, is what you're saying. No, it was perfect. No notes. I would say, you know what I would say. Uh, the more we do, the better, because like we heard from somebody on Twitter the other day, sometimes they don't even watch the movie. They just listen to the show. So the more we can tell them, the better. Well, they're done when they have to watch Chip Dale Rescue Rangers because I just filled them all in. I know this movie is funny. And how I know that is I just laughed at just hearing the plot being told by someone else. That's how I know this movie is funny, because the stinky cheese is so that there's just so many funny things in this movie guys well that's a really great transition to our first segment or next segment which is our favorite part so let's do that Well, let's get started with this segment. Uh, I wrote down, there was a lot of moments in this movie uh, that I enjoyed. It was actually kind of a strange movie and surprising in a lot of ways. But uh, why don't we start with you guys? What were some of your moments that stood out to you? I have so many. So I would like to hear someone other than me because this movie brings me so much joy. And it's a sneaker, right? You're not expecting it to be as funny as it is. I thought I was going to hate it when when it first started. I was like, can't do the cartoon human thing don't like it and then the minute it cut to like them doing the tv show i was like this is this is gonna be good 
and I enjoyed it a lot. It was like it was like walk. It's like be going to high school reunion and seeing all these people I never saw in years, and see, you know, they're different, but I know, I recognize them, and I oh, remember that guy. I remember that. Yeah, well, it's it, it, it's funny. This was one of my last notes, but it feels like I I have to bring it up now, where it's like. The minute they started talking about pogs, I immediately felt like a boomer because I realized what was happening. And it was like, oh, when we were growing up, like all the movies and TV shows were geared to give nostalgia to our parents. So like all the references and stuff were all about like I Dream of Genie and all this shit from their like childhood. And then now we've aged to the point where we're the parents and they're making all these movies that like push our nostalgia buttons. God damn it, you're right. The minute those pogs came out, I'm like, oh fuck, we're the boomers now. We <laughs> this everything for the next ten years is going to just be geared towards pushing our nostalgia buttons. But I can't say I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's so true. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. So what I thought was so funny is uh, the at the beginning, they get to Los Angeles. They're like trying to be up and coming actors and they're in full house and they're like jamming out with Jesse and his band. I thought that was funny. That was Jesse pretty rockers. <laughs> and then there's they got the TV show and then they show Paula Abdul in Scat Cat. Mm -hmm. Which, oh my God. So in second grade, my best friend Kay and I, in the talent show, danced to Opposites Attract, which the video was Paula Abdul and Scat Cat. Were you Paula Abdul or were you Scat Cat? No, I was the boy. You were Scat Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Scat Kate. You were Scat Kate. I don't like that, but okay. (laughs) Scat Kate. Holy shit. That's perfect. I, I didn't like the app that when they had lunch together for the first time, when they first met, um, he pulled out apple juice and it was in a milk container. I didn't like that. I also didn't like how small the table was because I was so concerned they were going to be stepped on. I had the exact same thought, Kate. I was like, it's too small. Those big boys are going to step on them. Yeah. They just, someone drops a panini or something. They're done for. <laughs> exactly. And then I wondered, well, in this universe, maybe they're more accepting of different sized peoples and they're much more aware of where they're stepping because there are so many small people around. Mm, I think that's probably true. They have better spatial awareness. Unlike Brent, the minute I saw that it was a mix of live action and animation, I got so happy. I'm like, oh, I love this shit. I love this shit so much. You could never (laughs) do enough of this for me. (laughs) I didn't think it was, I was going to like it, but it turned out I really liked it. There was a scene where there was, I don't forget why the crowd was cheering and little squirrels were bouncing around because they, because of the vibrations. Yes. I saw that. Yeah. That's how I feel at work because the two, two other guys I work with are huge. They're like six foot five and six foot six and I'm with them. And when they're they're roughhousing, and we're all roughhousing <laughs> at work. Why yeah. are you roughhousing at work? Because that's what you, what guys do. I do like to wrestle with guys. It's always a nice moment in friendship when you cross that line of like meeting someone new, and you're like, "Can we wrestle?" Oh, we can. All right, wrestle time. <laughs> they don't know how big they are. Steve and Paul, they don't know how big they are, and they they treat me like i'm six foot six and i'm not sure and just I, got, I, I bop around and i was like oh that's i'm the squirrel <laughs> um i also have written down chip when he's dressed up in the rescue rangers and the fedora and the bomber jacket with the fur collar i just wrote down smooth as silk hell yeah <laughs> 
Fucking, man. Sexy. It's a sexy oh, look. I could never pull off that look, and I hate myself because I can't pull off that look. The man looked amazing. Well, the fedora's gotten a tough, it's had a tough 30 years. It has. But I feel like if you're sexy, you probably still could pull it off. I think it has to do with confidence. You can't do a fedora without the bomber jet. Like, it's the whole look, right? Mm, like, mm. you can take those separately, it's going to be a different thing. But together, it's a vibe, for sure. Okay. But then it, I can't wear that because people will start calling you Chip. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that is absolutely what I would do if I saw you in that outfit. That is, like, one of my biggest fears is I put an outfit together and I go out and I'm like, oh, you look like you accidentally dressed as somebody. It's like you wear a yellow shirt and some blue jeans, and the first thing that happens when you get to work is they call you a minion. Yeah, or I, I, got, I got a black t-shirt on and red shorts. Like, I'm like, hello, Mickey Rose. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, they so, don't do that. Yes, I would do that to somebody. So I know people do that. That's mean. I don't do that to people. That's people, mean. Pictures accidentally dressing as goofy. Oh, you never hear the end of it. Someone would be like, Gorsh, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That'd be, that's your life. That's your nickname for the rest of your life. How do you guys feel about Ugly Sonic? Oh, oh I I loved it. The fringe jacket? <laughs> I fucking <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I like that he was so try he was like very differentiated from regular Sonic. <laughs> I the how they just keep zooming in on his teeth and the like the look on Chip and Dale's face as they're just disgusted is who has worse so teeth funny. than Dale? <laughs> <laughs> Truly, two oh, teeth and, so far apart. And I wrote down, I hate CGI Dale. I hate him. Aww. I couldn't hate him more. You prefer yeah, the classic animation? Yeah, I wrote that. That kind of tracks well. with you guys. I liked. I like the look of chip better 100 percent. i actually wrote down ugly sonic fringe jacket so that's no one i didn't like no thanks on john mulaney that was a miscast that was a big oh, they dropped the ball. i agree actually totally agree interesting voice didn't do it for me he's in between being like the straight man and like being like a guy, a wise talking guy that John Mulaney yeah. can't help but do. I agree with you. I feel like he was miscast. I think Andy Samberg was right for his part, but who would you cast as Dale or as Tom Chip Hanks? Then? Tom Hanks. <laughs> what? I don't. The more I think about this, the more I like it because I'm a Tom Hanks fan. I can't deny that at all. Greatest American actor of our generation. I, I love. You don't him. think he can fucking play Chip? Yeah, and he he would get the right level of exasperation. I see. I see. Tom Hanks would eat as Chip. He would eat that role. <laughs> Did you guys catch near the end? So they have Seth Rogen that plays like the weird uncanny valley um, Viking Viking guy. And then um, it's all of his characters that he's played in other animated movies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The I like that. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff like that in this movie where it was just like actually kind of surprising that Disney let them get away with it. I was like, oh, Disney's kind of also getting younger up at the top because back in the day they would never let anybody. They make were so fun precious of about it. Yeah. yeah, they would never let you make jokes about the other stuff, but they actually let these guys get away with a lot of sort of Disney jokes. So, did you guys catch um, that chips? insurance is called coercive insurance yeah. no i didn't catch that i did it was on the letterhead and then they also talk about frog-based humor and i thought i wrote was... down frog-based humor because <laughs> i knew we were going to talk about it <laughs> that's frog work 
on this podcast, we love frog-based humor. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I like the match trick you used to to get the grease from the pistachio nuts on the coat. Oh, yeah. That was pretty smart. Yeah, that but... good detective work. Yeah, but how do you know which order they went in? Mm-hmm. He got lucky. He got really lucky. Mm, I didn't like that. I took some liberties with that one. Mathematically speaking, it should have taken him 18 hours. It, it, should, it should have been in multiple combinations. I don't know what the math is on three number combinations, but he got lucky. That was a funny scene, too, because that was when they're trying to distract them by rapping. And it's oh, like the worst it. rap ever. It's like, that was pretty fucking funny. It reminded me of the Lonely Island. Yeah. That was definitely the Lonely Island. And then also when he was this, I don't, I think this was maybe, this was before that. And he's like the businessman and he thinks it's business magnet. And he says business magnets attract business. And I thought that was so fucking good. Yeah, good joke. <laughs> That's like a 2013 tweet that would have just gone viral. Yes. So funny. Someone got electrocuted and you can see their skeleton. I wish that happened in real life. That's classic animation humor. Yeah. And with the fish with the cross eyes when it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. What else do I got here? The coded message that, what was her name? Nikki? No. What was the, the detective name? Kiki Lane. Ellie. Ellie. She sent him the coded message on the phone. Yeah. And he went off about Thai food and all that, and but it made sense to him. That yeah. I I understood right away. It made sense. <laughs> yeah, same brain. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. That's how I would go. That's the road I would go down. All right, think, Dale. Think. Gadget is stuck in a lantern. Lanterns provide light by using fire. Fire is really cool, but also really dangerous. Someone is in a dangerous situation. Oh, like that time I dropped a bowling ball on my toe. <gasps> Ellie has 10 toes, and she probably likes Thai food. Ellie is tied up and in danger, and Chip is with her. It was putty working with Sweet Pete the whole time. I cracked it. Our own coming, guys. <sighs> um, at the Russian bath, did you guys notice uh, Scrooge McDuck and his coin bath? Yes. <laughs> and did you guys know, do you know who played Scrooge McDuck? Mm-mm. John Fleischman or something like that? It was Doctor Who himself, David Tennant, a very oh. fancy actor. That's very surprising. I made up John Fleischman. When you said it, I so didn't know who you were talking about that my brain didn't process it. Yeah. I just continued speaking as if you had not said anything. And that's why you're a gentleman. <laughs> whereas I would have dug in. Who's Judge Fleischman? Yeah, I made that up. Kate, the queen of impressions, strikes again. <laughs> Fucking got him. Was that, that was supposed to be me. Fucking <laughs> got him. Uh, Snakeskin removal guy. Gross. This, I was like, that has to feel amazing. I have some of that going on right now on my foot. I took a big hunk of skin out, but now I keep on picking at it. Did you guys make a note of any of the uh, mock the movie names, the bootleg movie names? I wrote down just. Pooge the fat honey bear. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down Pooge the fat honey bear. <laughs> Pooge, yeah. uh, spaghetti dogs. What's that supposed to be? Oh, Lady think- the Tramp. Oh, <laughs> spaghetti dogs. <laughs> I want to go back and just, uh, I wish I would have gone back and gotten more of them. There were so many. Um, Gadget. Uh, let's, she's uh, aged beautifully, hot as hell still looking great hasn't lost a step hasn't but she i've realized she talks like an eastern canadian like she talks like someone i would know yeah she's like we love you bud and i'm like yeah she's just from cape breton yeah um why do i have um they'll never eat well oh that's because that was the song they'll never eat whale 
was a part of the remix of the Disney theme song. The reason to me it was so funny that scene is because I realized it was the Lonely Island guy. So I'm like, oh, he's probably going to do like an actually good rap. And that's going to be the joke of the scene. But just the fact that it was the worst fucking rap ever (laughs) recorded, that's even funnier. Because they could, if they wanted to, do a good one. But they're like, nah. First off, stop encouraging this guy. Totally. Second, we are not rapping. Right. There is nothing more pathetic than an old cartoon character trying to seem cool again by rapping. Chip, I hear you. But I don't think we have much of a choice. Oh, there's a choice. When it comes to rapping, there's always a choice. Actually, can you just hold that thought for one second? Here I go. Oh, jeez. My name is Dale. Oh, wow. Hold on. I need to fend this. I'll distract him. You get that step tracker. It won't work. It's too risky. Well, the biggest risk is not taking any risk at all. Uh, my name is Dale. I don't eat whale. Why would you say that I eat whale? I don't eat whale. <laughs> Once you're on Dale with whale, you can't think of anything else. Just devour him. Make it stop. Just eat the tail. I was rolling with everything, and I wouldn't say it ruined the ending for me, but it made it unbelievable. He took that the cannon the cannon shot to the chest. Mm. The internal damage that would have done mm. to him alone. Yeah. Well, he was, had the pog. Like, yeah, the pog saved him, and it was a slammer, Brent. It was a slammer. See, this is when I talk about my brain where I miss things because I get fixated on stupid stuff. That happened, and I immediately googled what would happen if you get hit with a cannonball. Well, you die. That's what I why I googled why he how come he survived it. I missed the whole pog thing. I find it interesting you would need to Google that, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the circus people used to take them to the chest all the time. Sure. Then I, realized I don't think they a... took them to the chest. They took them to the belly. It was it's like a it's like a magician's trick. Like that's how what's his fuck died. Houdini. Houdini, but he wasn't prepared. Somebody just fucking whacked it was, him. It's just pulp is what it really is. It wasn't really the cannonballs. Because cannonballs can go through 40 men, I read. Wow. Well, I'm going to count real quick and be the 41st woman. (laughs) (laughs) All steel gut would be fine. Don't worry about it. I wrote down the putty fight, like when um, the detective fights the putty police guy. I wrote down the putty fight is better than any fight scene in John Wick. Why wasn't putty helping the police the entire time by using his special putty powers? I think then it sets expectations up for you. You have to do that all the time. He was just mm, lazy. And that's oh a my, good point. And what is his little, like, uh, it wasn't like a wheelchair. It was like a Segway that he <laughs> rides it yeah. on. To be- yeah. <laughs> he's small. <laughs> but, but he's putty. Yeah. He could be six feet tall. He's just choosing not to. Because that's not his normal. So, like, you could do a lot of things, too, with your appearance. Kate, how come you don't do it every day? Brent, I tried desperately to be as good looking <laughs> as I fucking possibly can. I, you're nice right about the fight scene. Jackie Chan has nothing on Putty. This was one of the most creative fight scenes I've ever yeah. seen. It was incredible. Yeah, and I literally yeah. said to myself, "How are they going to defeat him?" I said the same thing. I'm like, "There's no, they're not going to beat him. Putty's going to ruin everything because it's not winnable. There's the man is Putty." My last note that I wrote down is this movie would be insane on psychedelic drugs. For sure. Yeah, that's true. Because it's so fucking weird and all the different animation styles. <laughs> like, yeah, it would fuck with your head in a good way. Pop a few buckets and put it on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have a quiz for us, Kate? I sure the hell do. Oh, yeah. Let's do Kate's quiz. You guys ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Who's ready? I'm ready. Raise your hand. Uh, my hand's raised. Brent? Mine's been raised for the last two minutes. Oh, man. 
Brent's fucking ready. <laughs> you could never raise your hand as good as Brent can raise his hand. No chance. It's up there. Fucking touching the ceiling, man. All right, bros. Here we go. How many years did Chippendale Rescue Ranger air on TV? Almost one, almost two, almost three, almost four, almost five. Almost four. Episode 35 was definitely an episode. You were saying almost four. I'll say almost four as well. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers were on the air for almost two years. Oh, Kate gets a point. Next question. How many seasons of Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Oh, you're an evil, evil woman. I want to say three seasons. Brenty? Four seasons. This is annihilated. Whoa! No! Nate knocks it out of the park. Three seasons. But there was 35. Okay, I'm I'm thinking 10 episodes a season. That's a Netflix thing. Okay. That this is this was in the 80s, baby. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm up so in my head right now. Okay, guys, I'm going to play the theme song, and I'm going to stop it, and you have to finish what the words are oh man you're such an evil person (laughs) can you hear it yeah Mm -hmm. I need the multi-choices. I'm not going to guess it, but I have, a, I have a feeling I'll need the multi-choices as well. Okay, well, give me, can you guys give me two minutes to create multi-choices? <laughs> so the options are A, whatever's bad is wrong. B, Whatever's wrong gets solved. C, whoever's big gets small. I'm going to guess B. I'm also going to guess B. You guys are right. I did a bad job. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that one. Uh, Okay, guys. Number four. Dale is played by Andy Samberg. How old is Andy Samberg? I'll need some multi-choices. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to need the multi-choices. 40, 42, 44, 46. Um, I'm going to say he's uh, 42. Oh, that's what I wanted to guess. So I'm going to guess 44. This is annihilated. Whoa, no! Nate gets it again. He's oh my god, why can't I win these goddamn quizzes? <laughs> you used to win them all the time in the old podcast. I, this is where I'm, yeah, I'm in my head big time. 
John Mulaney plays Chip. What other animated film was he in in 2022? I'll need multi-choices for sure. I'll also need multi-choices. A, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. B, Puss in Boots, The Last Laugh. C, The Secret Life of Pets 2. D, the Bob's Burgers movie. I'm going to go with Puss in Boots. That's the one I can eliminate confidently. Oh, aren't you smart? But I don't even know why. I just I just feel it in my heart. I just feel in my heart. That's not it. I, I'm i going off the board. I'm going to say... Mm, I'm going to say... <laughs> Bob's Burgers. He's heating up! Brent sneaks up and gets it correct. Oh, I'm going to confidently eliminate that one. <laughs> Kate, was that you? Great impression again. Oh. Uh, so you still won, though, right? That's the th- and that's another thing. He knew he couldn't lose, and he still eliminated my guess confidently. <laughs> and then it took so much time to guess. I'm glad you got it wrong. I never would have dreamed. I never would have dreamed he was in the DreamWorks Shrek-averse. I wish I would have made this quiz longer because I really enjoyed that. Well, why don't we hand out some medals? I'm going to give my bronze to Seth Rogen. I, I, um, you mean but, your twin, your soul twin? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it either. Yeah, I thought he was uh, perfect for the role, actually, for what they were asking him to do. And he was really funny. I couldn't have picked a better person to do that. So I gave him my bronze. I will give my bronze to uh, Dale, played or Chip. Who's John Mulaney? I'll Chip. give it to Chip. I'll give it to Chip. I thought he did fine. I wasn't as critical as you guys were about it. Um, but now that you've talked about it, I kind of agree. Like, it would be, but I really like the dynamic of John Mulaney and uh, Andy, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. Yeah. No picture that dynamic with Tom Hanks. But imagine if, like, uh, Anthony Hopkins played Chip. He's like, Dale, please leave us be. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good, Anthony Hopkins. Thanks. We're just really good at impressions. You know they call him Tony. Oh, I would. If you're friends with them. I'd 100%. I'd, I would cross the line and do it too early. Be like two minutes into knowing Anthony Hopkins. I'd be like, Tony, what do you think about this? <laughs> Tone? I'd drop the Y. I'd go, Tone? <laughs> Tone? <laughs> I heard a story that like he, Anthony Hopkins really liked Dana Carvey. Uh, he invited him to dinner, which he never usually does. Um, anyway, my bronze is Ellie. Ellie? Yeah, Kiki Lane. Yeah, I enjoyed her performance. I thought they really sold her out, like, the script a bit when they're, like, making her say shit. Like, I'm a super fan of Chip and Dale. Like, there's never been a super fan of Chip and Dale (laughs) in the history of the world. So, like, but with what she had to work with, she did pretty good. You're thinking, but see, this is where your curious mind doesn't reach levels where mine goes. Mm. You're thinking in our universe. Ah. This is the Chip and Dale universe. Because they're real. (laughs) Yeah, they're real people in this universe. Yeah. No, that's a fair point. That's a good point. That is a fair point. So, you can't, she may. Maybe she is a super fan. There'd be Dale stands in in if if he was real. And I, I, I imagine it was hard to act like behind a green screen talking to nobody. It's different. Like you can't, you're not. She's not talking to the real Dale. Yeah, she doesn't even get to hang out with John Mulaney and uh, Andy Samberg. 
Because they're all like just voice actors and she's live acting. Yeah, she probably doesn't even have a single scene with other humans. It's like her and the putty, her and the cartoons, her and Peter yeah, Pan. Yeah, some guy with a fucking hockey helmet on, painted green, and you know, all the bumps on his face. And you gotta try to act. And... Little ping pongs on his body. Yeah. It's tricky. She did great. I gave uh, my silver medal to J.K. Simmons, who uh, we nice. love. We love the J.K. Simmons uh, renaissance that we're currently living in. He's getting lots of work, and we love him. We've loved him ever since we saw him on Spider-Man being J. Jonah Jameson. We we can stand a, a, a J.K. Simmons for sure. Oh, he's yoked. He cannot get it, though. Oh, I'm not in- Really? I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm sure I would. I would sure. I'm sure He's I would got let him. Big muscles. I kitten. know. He probably uses testosterone, and I'm kind of into that. One hundred percent, he uses <laughs> testosterone. There is no sixty. There's no sixty year old man who's that jacked without a little help from old Pinky Pinky. And his balls are not saggy. They're real shrunken, like mm. kind of tight to his body. Mm. Is that good or bad? I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you want to change purse or you want an over the shoulder bag? Yeah, That's what, what you're looking you're... for. I guess what, you got to match it with what you're wearing. <laughs> I like a I like a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> this is another thing we talked about. Are you got Isabella Rose Rosalie and Ned Beatty? Ned Beatty. What is Why it? What's your name, Brent? <laughs> Isabella Rosalini. That's great. Pretty That's close. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 what's the good Brett? What was the good Brett? <laughs> uh, we'll get you. Why Why do we know that J.K. Simmons is muscular and on testosterone? Because uh, I saw him in a movie, a bad movie. I think it was that Chris Pratt movie, The Tomorrow War. I think that was it. And uh, yeah, he's. they got him in the tank top. They got him. They got him out there showing off the guns. I liked him in that drummer movie where he was real mean to uh, Miles Teller. He's he can get it. He's very abusive in that movie. Yeah. This is another word. You guys might as well be speaking Portuguese. Right <laughs> Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. He was in La La Land. He was in the Tomorrow War. And he's our J. Jonah Jameson. He's so good at being J. Jonah Jameson that they've carried him through. All, they replace Spider Man, but they just keep the same J. Jonah Jameson because no one else can do it. My silver medal is going to give it to Bob, which is uh, Seth Rogen. Okay. Um, Oh, his name is Bob. Yeah, that's in the movies, Bob. Um, Just the Polar Express eyes line, probably my second favorite line in the movie. And the fact that his eyes were out of focus on every scene was just hilarious. And then that moment that Kate brought up where he... It's all of his characters, and they all have the exact same voice because he does not do any voices. He just yeah, does his just voice. Talks. That's that's pretty funny. My silver goes to Andy Samberg because uh, he does a great job. Just a solid – kind of carries the movie a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. He carries it. He has some good lines. He fit uh, Dale better than Mulaney fit Chip, in my opinion. All right. Gold, gold time. I gave my gold to – Tim Robinson, Ugly Sonic. I thought was he Ugly Sonic? He was Ugly Sonic. You know, I did. <laughs> Is that who you did too, Brett? Oh, one hundred percent. That's hilarious. The the fringe jacket, the yelling, the teeth, everything. He just nailed it perfectly. I gave my gold to Will Arnett as Stinky Pete, Sweet Pete, Sweet Pete. Yeah, he was good. I couldn't yet decide between. Sweet Pete or Ugly Sonic. And the fact that he's named Ugly Sonic is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Ugly Sonic and Sweet Pete. So I totally, for my goal, so I just totally admitted Sweet Pete with Ugly Sonic. 
he's just got a good ass voice that will arnett you know it's just good but i thought in this i thought that he wasn't so much will arnett i felt like he did a good job his voice wasn't so recognizable but it was still i don't know it's the same type of character he plays in most of the shit like that's he was um, not Batman, though. Yeah, I've never seen those Lego Batman. Does he play Batman in those? He's Batman. Wow. Yeah. I'm Batman. I can't do it. That's that's the one impression Kate can't do. <laughs> the only one. I don't think I can do it either. I'm, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. No, it's even lower. It's low. It's real Lower low. than that? Yeah. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I can do I can do a little bit of Bane. <laughs> Let's What's hear it. Um, ah, you were born. No, I was. <laughs> I was born in the darkness. You, you merely adopted the darkness. Ooh. I was born in it. That's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> uh, what say? What do you expect me to do? What do you expect me to do? I expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bane. I'm, I'm Bane. I wish I could talk like Tom Hardy. I, he, I, think, I think he has the best voice. I think you should be happy with your own voice, Brent. No, I'm very not happy with my own oh, voice. Oh, me neither. Believe me. And someone who has to listen to myself so fucking much while I edit this show. I Aren't just you guys to... over it? We've been doing this now for years. Aren't you just fucking over your voices? I, I lock off my body like I'm picking up a dead bird with a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> The script for this movie, out of 10, what would you guys give the script for this movie? I thought it was quick. I thought it made sense. I was never bored. I always understood what was happening. I'm giving it a 10. I'm going to go with an 8. Yeah, I think I'm feeling about the same as you, Brent. I thought it was like... uh there was some clever stuff like the bootlegging thing was funny. And then they did a lot of really good visual gags and stuff. So yeah, I, I, it's not like the greatest script of all time, but it's just a solid eight. Really good. Yep. Uh, the music in this movie. What did you guys think of the music in this movie? I loved it. I liked everything about this movie and I especially liked the rap song. And if you noticed at the end, they made the joke about my man, Mr. Posty 10. Was that post Malone? Yes. That's funny. It's a seven because I don't remember any of the songs from it except for the Post Malone. And I think that was terrible. The Post Malone song like was it. horrible, uh, but yeah. I did listen you closely. Both. Wait, no, just wait. Please. Just oh wait. Think your brain. Just wait. Oh, my God. The Post Malone song was horrible, but I did listen to the other music movie that was actually really good. And I enjoyed all the score and stuff. So I'm going to give it an eight. <sighs> you both can go to hell. <laughs> But go ahead. Just because of Post Malone? I feel personally attacked. Yeah, you feel slighted? <laughs> I feel I, personally attacked. I'm going to go as far as they made a joke at the end of the movie about how we're going to play the theme song done by a popular artist, even though people want to hear the... I think they went in and they knew Post Malone was going to do such a bad job of it. That's part of the joke. We need to move forward. Okay. The art direction in this film, uh, out of 10, uh, what would you guys give it? I'm giving it a 10. Kate's giving it a 10. I like, I really like the fact that Chip was 
two-dimensional and <laughs> Dale was three-dimensional the whole movie. That was good. Um, Wasn't that good? I thought that was an interesting choice. I liked it. And it also it also um, underlines the differences between the two. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, other than that, I, I'm going to dock points off big time because it was all artwork that's been done before. They're just characters that were always... So just plugging them in. I'm going to go eight. So we're going to say this is an adventure comedy film. As an adventure comedy, what rating would you give this movie? Um, To me, when you say adventure movie, I immediately think of the jungle. There's no jungle, so I'll give it a a seven. Okay. I'm going to go a little higher. I thought comedy's there. Some good laughs. I thought there was some good adventure. They they did a laser diving. I'm going to go ahead and give it an eight. This is a ten. This is a... Kate, <laughs> Kate's <laughs> throwing down scores like a bribed Russian figure skating judge right now. <laughs> At least you're not giving out 12s like the first couple episodes. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming, baby. I, uh, the theme for this month is animation. We're, we're rating animated films as an animated movie. What would you give this? I'll start. I loved how much different kind of animation they blended. They got their claymation. They got their 2d. They got their 3d. This has got to be a 10. No, it's a 10. 100% <gasps> a 10. 10. It. Oh my gosh. We're back to being friends. And kudos to us for three movies for animation month and three very different styles. And we didn't do a single classic Pixar. Sl- I, you know what I was going to do, guys? I was going to do Frozen. Oh, I never saw it. But it would have been hard for me because it's attached to so many positive feelings because of my daughter. Yeah, what's what's like her number one animated movie now? Oh, she doesn't like that. She Bob's Burgers. Okay. She she asked me why I didn't choose Bob's Burgers movie, and I told her, which is the truth. I said I don't want to hear them say anything negative about it <laughs> <laughs> because it's so. It's like fro like Frozen was. We watch Bob's Burgers every night before bed. We watch one episode and we snuggle, and it's like our safe place. And I just don't want to sully that with any. Like I don't want to hear. You're it. correct. I will probably never bring Fiddler on the Roof to this podcast because I don't want to have a falling out. Yes, you know exactly. I, mean? yes. I was going to pick Cars and I didn't want people bashing Cars because the same thing that was like. I would have bashed Cars because I'm like, why are the Cars talking? <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't pick it. So then how are we going to do next week? Well, funny you should ask, Kate, because we've actually done a Twitter poll why don't I see these Twitter polls? You don't check your friend's Twitter, apparently. That is a lie, and you know it. Uh, I'll read you the results of the Twitter poll right now. We asked people to give suggestions, and they gave up suggestions, and then I made a poll with the top four, which were Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Mitchell's versus the Machine, and the clear... Front runner after 1,047 votes is. Are you fucking kidding? A thousand people voted. 1,000 people voted. And they chose our film for next week, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 
Roger Rabbit was in the movie Chip and Dale. Yeah, he showed up. And they mentioned Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit is too sexual for a children's I know. film. It's got this. And Roger Rabbit is so annoying. I can't wait. Uh, so that's what we have to look forward to next week. Uh, now all that's left to do is say goodnight, Kate. <laughs> Good night, Kate. <laughs> Good night, Kate. Touchstone Home Entertainment and Steven Spielberg present a Robert Zemeckis film. The critics called a landmark, honored with four Academy Awards. And after 15 years... Feeling frisky tonight, fellas? Yeah! Let's go. Who Framed Roger Rabbit returns. Now for the first time ever on a new Vista Series 2-disc DVD. Tunes gets them every time. Enter the many worlds of Roger Rabbit and see the magic. With the DVD as inventive as the movie itself. We're gonna be happy again. You got that? At least she took it well. On disc one, uncover long-lost Roger Rabbit shorts. <laughs> the Who Made Roger Rabbit featurette, hosted by Charles Fleischer. Look, stars! And the Trouble in Toontown DVD game. Put it there, pal. This too is packed with special enthusiast bonus features that give you the who. I thought it was a really interesting idea for a movie. I don't want to say breakthrough because that, that but it, it, it could be something that no one's ever seen before. What? Up into the road! And how? Well, fellas, where can I drop? Somewhere we can hide. Of this innovative classic. Is that a rabbit in your pocket? You're just happy to see me. Newly restored and digitally remastered. Thanks. I needed that. Who set up the private eye? You can get killed, huh? Huh? Who blackmailed the movie mogul? Gotcha. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Nobody gets to drop on Roger Rabbit. Bring on the film that broke all the rules. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Who framed Roger Rabbit? I didn't kill anybody. I swear. On video and for the first time ever on Vista Series DVD. Own it Tuesday, March 25th. Cut! I'll be in my trailer! Taking a nap! Excuse me, Toots. Get those butts out!